What's up guys and welcome to the CrossFit Salon podcast. We are your one-stop shop for everything to do with fitness, health, nutrition and lifestyle really. We offer solutions to the actual issues that are going on in your life and we're not about telling you what to do. We want to help you actually do those things. No gimmicks, no nonsense. We do all the research so you can reap all the benefits to live your absolute best life. Welcome to the show. What's up guys? Welcome to this episode of the CrossFit Salon podcast. Today I'm going to be doing this whole thing solo. I don't have a guest, uh, no one to speak to and I thought it'd be a nice way to kind of talk about some of the things that really quite often come up in discussion whether it's at the gym or whether it's on uh, Zoom calls or whether it's discussions between the coaches. Um, there are some underlying things that we've kind of outlined and seen that are common issues with most clients, right? And a lot of the times it comes down to nutrition and lifestyle and stuff that happens outside the gym because really we're in the gym for one hour a day and when they're in the gym, they're fully supervised, right? Uh, they've got a coach, they've got uh, a program outlined for them. Uh, hopefully they've been following the program as prescribed and following the percentages and all that stuff uh, that we write out for them. But a lot of the times, most, well, most of the time, the issues are always outside of the gym, right? So in these shorter segments of, uh, of the podcast, I'm going to pick a topic, talk about it and uh, try to offer some solutions because really all of us have these problems that we encounter on a day-to-day basis and uh, sometimes you just don't know the solutions and that's where we come in and lay out our suggestions and lay out the way that we would go about it and if we were to work with you, uh, how we would attack those uh, specific problems or obstacles. So what we got outlined for today is basically preparation, right? Now, sometimes it's not that we don't know what to eat and we don't know how much of it to eat. Some, a lot of times, it's a, it, that probably takes about an hour or two to figure out, right? And once you figure out what you need to eat and how much of it you need to eat, it's pretty sim- simple. It's just a matter of eating that stuff, right? And that's where people fall off the wagon it's the execution of the eating and i've written down a couple of things that will really really help people really take that step and solve that problem right now whenever i take a look at some of the the most vexing problems uh, that we have to deal with uh, i try to see it in like a three-step process and this three-step process is what is the dream outcome right what is it that you want or the or most people want uh, what are some problems and obstacles that get in their way? And what kind of solutions can we employ to tackle those obstacles and tackle those problems? And so I've written down a couple of dream outcomes. For most people, when you look at what they want, right? It's generally, hey, I want to eat better. And why do I want to eat better? It's because I want to feel better and I want to get the body that I want, right? Everyone wants to feel really good and look really good. And within these and and also you could you could say that people want to perform well right and so they want to feel good they want to look good and they want to perform well and so if you take a look at most people they'll fall under these categories and have very specific 
desires from within these categories so if we took at uh, took a look at dream body for some people that's about getting as muscular as possible for some people it's about getting leaner for some people it's about losing fat and so within getting your dream body there are all these subcategories that um, that people fall under so these would be the dream outcomes now a couple of the problems that I noted down were things that very often come up in conversation right and one of them is hey I don't have enough time to eat well fair enough okay or eating healthy is expensive fair enough it definitely could be I can't control my cravings fair enough we all go through that and there's a reason we go through that uh, I don't have the willpower to endure uh, a diet right that's another one and fair enough all of these are legitimate problems and legitimate obstacles that people have and these obstacles are going to be there in one way or another for everyone that's trying to attack their diet right and so what we have to kind of look at next is all right we know our dream outcome we know the problems and the obstacles that are ahead or the problems and the obstacles that are currently in front of us now what kind of solutions can we create or employ to tackle these obstacles move around them move over them or just break right through them right and so when i look at solutions i always look at a strategy and a system all right now i'm going to explain that in a little bit more detail and that's really what the the crux of this episode is going to be right what kind of solutions can we employ to tackle the most common problems and obstacles to create the dream outcome that we all want right so let's get with the solutions now i've listed out three very 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 simple steps right of three very very simple things you can do right away tonight and get started right so let's before we get to the solutions let's talk about first why people can't commit to their diet all right cool now when we look at diet right it's not about how well you can diet or eat in two months right although we can make significant ground in four weeks eight weeks in terms of weight loss or muscle gain or whatever that whatever it is that we're after the truth is for us it should be about playing the infinite game right about making a creating a solution a strategy and systems that will allow us to play this game for the rest of our lives so we're in this infinite game model the goal of the changes that we make would be to stay in the game right and we all know that it's not about how well you diet in a short period of time but how well you eat and sustain that particular style of eating for a long period of time so a person that has 100 percent adherence to a diet for two months is not going to get the same results or as good of a result as someone that stays at about 70% adherence but stays there for two years right so this person who is on a 70% adherence to their diet but does it for a long period of time is going to yield so much better results than the person that just did two months right and so when you think about the changes that you're going to make in your lifestyle it's not about doing it's not like training where you go hard and fast and see how much you can you know execute this thing and it's not it's not it's not a competition really it's about staying in the competition it's not about winning the competition I hope that makes sense because everything that you do moving forward should be built around trying to accomplish that how can I stay in the game longer 
how can I play the infinite game, right? And I guess this applies to everything in life, even in business, in relationships. You're trying to play the infinite game, right? You're trying to play this thing for the long, uh, for the long term. Hopefully, that's the intent. Now, let's get to the solutions. Enough of the chit-chat. So, I laid out a couple of solutions. The first solution is simple. Grocery list, right? Everyone needs to make a grocery list. And when you make this grocery list, you make a decision and define what healthy means to you, right? And so what I would do is before I go to the store, sit down and pick fruits, vegetables, and meats that I like and write them down, right? All the things that I desire to eat, right? Once you write that down, you've made a commitment, right? To buy those things when you go to the grocery store. Now, anything that is not on that list, you need to be disciplined and not buy those things when you go to the store. So for example, if you go to the store and you see this amazing cereal that looks really good and it's discounted uh, 10x times, or it's got a 50% discount or whatever it is, it's got a sweet deal, you have to commit to not buying that. You need to commit to what is on the grocery list and what you decided your nutrition is going to consist of right so that's number one create a grocery list grocery list make a grocery list and this grocery list can be improved every time you go into the store so before you go to the store write down a list of vegetables list of fruits and a list of protein that you really enjoy eating you're more likely to commit to it then all right cool that is step one step two is meal prep now traditionally when you hear the word meal prep you're thinking Hey, I've got to cook my food and then I've got to package it and I've got to keep it in the fridge and then I'm going to warm it so every time I need to eat, my meal is ready. That is one solution, but that's not a solution for everyone, right? Not everyone can do that. I have done it personally and I did it for a long time, but then I realized that it's not something that I wanted to continue doing. And so I knew I needed to find other solutions and there are other solutions, right? So once you make your grocery list, hopefully you come home, you pack, you put it in your fridge you put it in your cupboards or your freezer or whatever it is hopefully everything that you buy needs to go into the fridge because it's whole food right but that's a topic for another discussion when we talk about nutrition quality right so hopefully it's whole food and it needs to be refrigerated uh in order to stay fresh because it's not packaged food and it's natural it's gonna rot all right another way you can meal prep and something that i do now is that the night before i will make a list I will think about my day, when I'm going to train, what I'm going to do, uh, all the activities that I have planned for my next day. And then I'll backtrack and say, okay, where am I going to eat and when am I going to eat? Cool. I know that I'm going to eat three meals and I'm going to have a snack. All right, cool. Now, what is each meal going to be? All right. So I know breakfast, I'm going to eat some oats, I'm going to eat some eggs, uh, and I'm going to throw some banana and some honey onto my oats, and that's going to be my breakfast. So I write that down. And then I write down what I'm going to eat for lunch. Then I write down what I'm going to eat for dinner and I write down what my snack is. What happens is if we go into the next day and we have to decide at the meal what we're going to eat, we're going to run into decision fatigue. And decision fatigue is a real thing because you end up being getting tired of trying to make the right decision. And so if you make those decisions, write them down, and all you have to do the next day is execute on those decisions, you're going to be far more likely to stay consistent and stay on the path of eating well than having to make those decisions because we all know when we have to constantly make decisions, we can make bad decisions, right? And so if we draw out a plan the day before and know, all right, when I get to this meal, I know what I'm eating. And hopefully that stuff's already in your fridge because you prepared your grocery list, 
you decided what you're going to eat, everything's available, there's zero decision making. And this meal kind of plan that you set out every night could be something you eat for days or every night you can just write down a different meal plan for the next day, right? Based on what is available in your fridge. But what I do is I just literally eat all, I eat the same things every single day. And that works for me, may not work for you. If you need, you can spend those five minutes night before, write down what you're going to eat. Um, this takes away decision fatigue. Decision fatigue is one of the biggest problems that people have with diet because they just don't know what to eat and they just end up eating whatever is available, right? Um, cool. That's meal prep. So we talked about grocery lists. You've got to prepare your grocery list, go to the grocery and commit to buying what's on the grocery list. Don't deviate. Don't buy stuff that you don't need in your fridge or in your kitchen. Then meal prep, decide what you're going to eat. Either prepare all your food, keep it in the fridge, heat it and eat it whenever you need to eat or just the night before, write down what you're going to eat the next day. That way, all you got to do is execute on the plan that you decided the night before. Done. The last thing, I really, really like this concept because it's something that I almost subconsciously did and then I realized I was doing it and I was like, okay, this is a really, really good strategy that I have employed but I haven't really bottled it into like an explanation where I can give people. But then I realized I was doing it, I was like, hey, this works, I should tell people to do this as well. And those are emergency meals. And emergency meals are really simple, it's a simple concept. And they're basically, if someone calls me and says, hey, you need to be in the gym in 30 minutes. And then I say, all right, cool, I'll be there in 30 minutes, whatever it is, there's an emergency and I gotta go let's say I haven't eaten at that point, all I'm going to do is I'm going to prepare one of my emergency meals. So for me, if I have like 30 or 40 minutes to get out the house, I know my main go-to emergency meal is eggs, generally scrambled, uh, with butter, with curd, honey, and bananas. That's literally my go-to meal when I'm in an emergency. It literally takes me five minutes to make it. It doesn't take more than five minutes. Sometimes I can do it even faster than that. That's one emergency meal. And I only have two emergency meals. And my second emergency meal is a protein shake with banana and peanut butter. And so whenever I am in a rush, I don't have to dedicate thinking or decision bandwidth to my diet because I already have a strategy and a system laid out so that I can overcome these obstacles or these problems that are in front of me. So it's not about willpower right? It's just these systems have allowed me to stay consistent enough for long enough to play the infinite game for me to accomplish the goals that I desire to have or desire to achieve. And so I think if you can do these three things, prepare your grocery list and commit to it when you're shopping, prepare your meals either by actually preparing your meals or just preparing what you're going to eat the next day on the night before, and the third thing is having a couple of emergency meals that's always available, always ready to go, right? These three solutions will drive your adherence to your diet so much higher and keep you playing the infinite game, keep you playing the game longer because it's inevitable that we're going to have a cheat meal, we're, gonna, um, we're going to go to a party, go to a family friend's house, go to a dinner, and we're going to be confronted with unhealthy foods or high-calorie foods, and we're gonna eat that because we're not weird, right? We're not like these weird people that just don't eat, you know, tasty food. We're gonna eat that stuff. But 
the rest of the 80% or 90% of the time that you're not at these parties, hopefully you're not partying every day or every weekend, some of you are, but that's fine, no judgment. If you are doing, if you, if you are sticking to your diet 80% of the time, 90% of the time with very high adherence, with good quality foods, half the job is done. I would even say, I would argue that 80% of the job is done. Everything is really easy. And so I hope this helps you guys. Uh, we all have a dream outcome. We all have problems and obstacles and there's always solutions. And those solutions are usually through strategies and systems that we put in place so that we can overcome these obstacles. And sometimes we get to an obstacle and a problem that we've never dealt with before. And at that point, it's time to identify that that's a problem and figure out what the solution is. I hope this helps you guys. This will be a common theme. I'm gonna jump on the podcast and I'm gonna throw out my thoughts and hopefully it helps a bunch of you uh and i'm signing out for right now i'll see you at the next episode bye